0: Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to another episode of Is This Making Sense? Dialogues in the Pursuit of Balance, Wisdom, Leadership, and Everything in Between. My name is Eric Johnson. I'm here with Seth Gray. And today we will talk about...
1: Working from home
0: in the midst of this COVID-19 crisis. It has been uh, a learning experience for sure. Um, One thing that early on... Uh, yet again, we're going to mention, mention Emily beach, but she, we were, we're talking about how we're thinking about doing a podcast about working from home. And she said that she saw a meme or I'm not sure where she saw it, but it said, you're not working from home. We're not working from home right now. We're at home during a crisis trying to get work done. And that was a pivot for me because this early on, it was like, I need to get all the same work out output that I was doing at work. I need to get all that done at home. I should be able to work from home. And that was causing a lot of stress and guilt and anxieties. And then so when she talked about, we're not working from home, because working from home is a very different thing.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that first week where everything really got shut down and the schools got shut down, I mean, it was rough for everyone involved. I mean, when we were trying to get the kids to a new normal and say, all right, we're going to wake up, we're going to school, but yet they're still in their pajamas. They just, you know, their whole routine was, totally thrown off. So therefore their mindset and it's just, they struggled with adjusting just like I'm struggling with adjusting from working from home. And there were a lot of tears that first week.
0: Yeah. So when you, when a person typically works from home, they have a system and they've got a schedule and they've got a routine and their kids are at school and they don't have other responsibilities at, at home. They can, you know, put, get in a home office set up and get real work done. That's not what we're doing. I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old that are thinking, oh, daddy's home. We get a lot more time with daddy. And then why is daddy not paying attention to me? Why is daddy so busy? Why is daddy seemingly so angry? (laughs) Yeah,
1: they have no clue because when they see us, it means that they're no longer working. And now all of a sudden you just slam on the brakes. Everybody's home. So that means everybody's playing. Yeah. And it was the hardest thing to say, I can't do it right now. Why? You're here. It's just difficult.
0: You're off work, daddy. No, no, I'm not. I'm very much at work and we're trying to figure a lot of things out right now. Or, or for, for, for me, it's like, okay, we'll take advantage of
1: this. All right. We're, they did their schoolwork. They're done with their schoolwork. They've seen me on my laptop. I get up and I go help them do something. And they think dad's done with He's his done. schoolwork too. He's done. Let's play. And I'm like, no, I, I can only take a break for about 15 minutes. Cause I'm getting ready to get a phone call or something's about to happen. Or they're just phone rings and I've just got to immediately stop what I'm doing because I was trying to take advantage at being at home. And they just the whole bouncing back and forth has just been difficult for for everybody involved because it's like one minute I can I can take take advantage of this situation and I can help Hannah with the baby or mm-hmm. the kids or the whatever it might mm-hmm. be. Or I, I can, you know, do some chores around their house real quick because I'm waiting for a conference call to start back up. And then jump right back into it. The kids are just not as flexible, an understanding of that.
0: Mm -hmm. I do want to say that you and I both have been just, Jesus has blessed us through this because the ministry that we work at has, uh, we have such a great IT team that's been able to help us transition to working from home seemingly seamlessly. And so much of what we do is digital. So much of what we do is digital. I know for me, almost everything that I do is digital. So I've been very blessed to get to keep working and keep having income and have a job. I'm not furloughed or I'm not one of the 22 million unemployed. So I don't want to complain too much on here about how hard it is when I still am getting paid and have a job. So I do want to say that out loud, but it still is a difficult thing that we're doing right now. Yeah. Well, I bet.
1: And I know from, from your experience, your entire team's experience, actually the workload's probably increased because you want to take advantage of this opportunity. Cause what is the one thing that everybody's able to do? They're able to access their phone, more social media, website, whatever it might be. So you guys have actually had more work dumped on you probably. Um, and, and that's a great thing. Yeah. The name
0: of our team is literally the digital team. So uh, <laughs> when, we, when we're at home, it doesn't change how digital we can be. And so praise God, we've had tons and tons of engagement throughout this and it's been wonderful, but we've had to all new things. And it's like, I, especially the first two weeks were so busy and stressful and just trying to keep up, and at the same time, like you said, learning all these new things. My kids, it was just a lot, and so.
1: And what 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 happened? It happened for me, and I'm sure it's happened for you. Is that everything that we had organized, put together, routine and rhythm was completely thrown out the window? It's all gone. It's all I mean, all of my goals that I had for the beginning of the year, like it's like I totally forgot about them. Yeah, I mean, it's just a it was a it was a bit of survival. Mode for the first two weeks of trying to figure it all out, relationship wise, even with Hannah, you know, and understanding what does this look like because she's working full time mm-hmm. as, as an administrator, getting her entire school with with the other administrators back to this, you know, on this digital learning track, and mm-hmm. what does that look like, and and it, you know, and we're trying to get our kids' schoolwork done and my work done, and it's just
0: and you have five kids, one of which is under one, yeah, so. Yeah. So a
1: lot. E- every, every goal I had was completely thrown out the window.
0: Yeah. I want to share a little bit about kind of, um, what our story has been Sandy and I's story through this. Cause uh, like we've talked about our marriage episode before, like Sandy and I are, I mean, we are a really great team. We get along really, really well. Uh, but even for us, this, uh, it came to a head. So I think it was maybe the middle of the second week. Um, I, I became aware that Sandy was upset with me and it came to a head when we were working on something for our church and we were doing a video shoot and, and I was short with her and I can tell that it, it definitely, definitely hurt her. And so on the way home, I was like, I'm, I'm really sorry for, you know, for being short with you. And she's like, it's not that. And I was like, oh gosh, there's more. Cause usually when, when we have a fight, if you want to call it that, or a disagreement or a come to Jesus meeting, it's generally that I've done, I've finally compiled enough things that she can no longer take whatever it is that I've compiled together and I'm not aware of it. And so the list had gotten long enough and it boiled down to one of the things that you said in our marriage episode is that we had not clearly communicated our X, ex, our expectations for one another because I was coming into this thing, this uh, working from home with a lot of pressure and guilt and stress to make sure that I get all my stuff done. And like we just talked about, there was a lot of stuff going on. So I'm trying to like sequester myself alone for eight to 10, eight to 10 hours a day to get all this stuff done. And I feel like that's what I'm supposed to be doing. And, and you know, cause my job is still paying me, paying me. It's like, it's not, I, I don't want to be a freeloader. You know, I just want a lot of, I want to do a good job. And so, but Sandy's coming off of, of reading a book called how to ruthlessly eliminate a hurry from your life. And so she's in a place where she's like, Hey, this could be a blessing from God for our family to spend a lot more time together. And so she's looking at a, a time for us to slow down, but we had not communicated that. And so I'm just like, a flurry of productivity. And I'm just ex- excited about how much I'm getting done. And she's, and, and sometimes I'm missing our family walks that she has planned because I've got another meeting. And I think that it's fine in my mind because I'm getting my, I'm, I'm working. You're I'm, I'm it. a man. I'm working. It's you're stupid. crushing it. And you're then, showing your value. That's what you're probably Exactly. I'm I got to show my
1: value during this time.
0: And, and Sandy's thinking, he is ignoring us and he's ignoring me and he's making me feel unimportant. And I did not know that. And so we had a big long talk on the way home from that meeting, and I had to say sorry a lot, but also I had to communicate, "Hey, I'm not totally in the wrong here because it wasn't—I don't think it was wrong of me to have this this mindset, and I didn't know that you had that one. So I'm certainly, obviously, in the wrong, but it was just a lack of communication. And so it was a it was a wonderful talk, and we started making uh, some some big adjustments from that, and I started living in a place out of less pressure from that, um, just knowing, you know what. It's okay that I don't get a hundred percent of what I was going to get done done because I'm not working from home. I'm at home during a crisis trying to get work done.
1: Yeah, and it's completely different mindset. It's completely different than oh, that's my dad's office, or that's my mom's office. They work from home, and you know your kids are just seeing the office um, empty on the weekends. Now they're seeing it active and they're full. You know, I was just talking with a dad where he's he's having to work from home. He's a financial advisor, and he's you know got all these spreadsheets up and he's looking at financial numbers and he's looking at the stock market and what things are doing. And his son, very lovingly, very sweet, it's what you desire, comes over and just rests his head on his mm-hmm. shoulder. And the dad's like, "This is such a perfect moment, and I love that he's laying his head on my shoulder, but." Buddy, you got to leave. I I can't focus. Mm -hmm. And it's like, how do you know you're Mm -hmm. crushing your child? But you know, it's it's just chaotic. And I I just, um, you know, I'm sure a lot of marriages have have gone through a big test on this. A lot of family relationships are going through a test on this. I mean, just uh, the stress of finances that is being put on people's relationships is just. It's over it's it's amazing what's going on right now and I'm curious to see what the long-term effects will be as a result of this cuz we're not out of the woods by any stretch of the no. imagination. Imagine no. if you're a small business owner and you're the weight of everything is on your shoulders and you've got all those family dynamics. I mean, you know, <laughs> life is tough enough without a financial health crisis. Yeah, absolutely. Um it but- does it is it's putting a strain
0: well, I mean, like you said, we're not out of it yet. We don't know yet when the, when business will go back. We definitely know that at least in Georgia, the kids aren't going back to school until August. So we know for, for a fact, even if, I'm, I'm concerned, what are we going to do in three or four weeks? If we get to go back, what are we going to do with our kids? Because right now, like Sandy's job has taken a, a big upswing because she's, she's having a pivot because she's the only person on the team at church that has edit editing ability. And we're doing a lot of media. So she's doing a, a lot more work than she was before and in different ways. And so so her workload has gone up and mine is, is going up, but we ha- it's, I, I don't know really what we're going to do.
1: <laughs> so that's why thinking through, and it, it hit me last night, it hit me last night, what am I going to do to take advantage of this situation? There's a politician, I think over a hundred years ago said this, never let a crisis go to waste. And I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, okay, I've, I've, I've settled into my my normal my new normal. This this is what I've settled into. What am I going to do to take advantage of of this? This is this is unprecedented. I mean, you think about it. For, for my family, we have activity after activity. We put ourselves in it. We love it and we enjoy it. But right now, currently, we should be in the middle of track season for my wife. Now, if you know anything about track, their track meets start at eight in the morning and will go till six o'clock at night all day and she's in charge of the entire track team. My oldest son was running track. Um, That means the other four are with me. I mean, track practice is intense. We'd also be in the middle of two of my boys doing soccer, my girls doing soccer and gymnastics. I mean, we would be in the midst of a very, very busy season of life, and now all of that's been put on hold. I don't think we will ever have this pause of activities in my family's life ever again. So I've got to take advantage of it. Yeah. That's That can be a blessing. Yeah. I mean, as much as we love to be busy, as lo- much as we love these activities we're doing, let's take advantage of it. Yeah. I mean, I can't just let this happen to me. I've, I've got to be proactive. And that, and that was the thing I said to myself, and it hit me last night. I've got to be proactive of taking
0: advantage of this new normal. So... I love that. What, what are you, what are you doing? What are you planning to do to take advantage of it? Well, first thing I've got to look at the
1: positive side that I don't have a two hour commute. My, my commute into work was one hour each way. I've gotten two hours of my life back just right there. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm spending much more time with my kids. I mean, that, that is a great thing. Granted the first two weeks, it was very stressful. Um, (laughs) my office, I don't have a home office, but now I've converted my garage into my home office. And if you've done a conference call with me, you have seen me sitting in my car. That's the only place I can get peace and quiet. The home office is is inside my car inside the garage. The Wi-Fi can reach all the way out to my garage and I sit in my car and I will do conference calls, video calls email everything. Cause it's the only place I can get peace and quiet where I know a dog or a child is not going to scream in the background or bark in the background. Um, so it, it's, it's one of those things where I get to see my kids a whole lot more and I've got to take advantage of that. These are critical years for them. And because I don't have that two hour commute, now I can put that back into being with him.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that. Um, uh, I, I want to be very intentional with this time off. And I'm thinking about right now, I'm thinking about some of the stuff that we've put in place to be healthier uh, in this time. And one of the things that we've done, like I already talked about, is just being clear with our communication and regular. Like I've routinely now every other day or few, every few days or so ask Sandy, how are we doing? How are we doing since we had our talk? How am I doing? Am I, am I meeting your, I mean, I, I don't know, just I want to check in to see how I'm doing because, you know, obviously- I I got off track there for a while and had no idea. And so just those 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 check-ins have been good for for her and I. And uh even last night we had a really long ch- chat. I will say that our our schedule as far as waking up and sleeping and going to bed it's all messed up. Oh, like we're man. up way too late now and I'm it's I'm not getting I don't know, it's it's a mess.
1: The sleeping aspect which it was one of my goals was completely thrown off by all this, and I had bad habits, and this created even worse habits. And it wasn't until last yesterday I, I realized I had had a horrible sleeping habit on Thursday, and woke up Friday, went through all of Friday, and I realized I'm letting this happen to me. I've mm-hmm. gotta, I've got to take charge. And that's my one takeaway of our conversation of our new rhythm of during this uh COVID crisis is that. I can't let it happen to me. I've got to take charge mm-hmm. and I can't make excuses yeah. for, for my bad habits that are forming because of this.
0: Yeah. You have to be disciplined to keep your disciplines. Uh one, uh, one, thing that I have, I have been intentional about is I've talked about before, like I'm, I'm, I'm big time on encouragement and thank yous and gratitude. And I went, I, I had a chance to go back to the office where I keep all my thank you cards and stationery. And I, I brought all that stuff home and I've been able to get addresses and I'm keeping that stuff going because it's very important. It, it is, you reput you so more than you so later than you so. And I think that um, sowing this encouragement into people's lives has, has is reaping, reaping a harvest for me in re- relational equity. And so I want to keep that sort of stuff going. Uh, another thing that we've been really having to do is um, daily schedules. Like the night before, Sandy and I will look at our schedules and we'll say, here, here are the things that we can't miss. And let's figure out our day of the things we can't miss. And then let's kind of put the gray areas in there and just and make some sort of plan. So it, it's not a surprise and there's not some overlap where we both have Zoom calls at the same time. We've, we've got to get that done uh, the night before. It wasn't until we put in that schedule in the second week that our household
1: became much more peaceful, um, and much more, uh, productive because we, we just, everybody wake up, start doing schoolwork. And there was no, there was no structure to it for the kids. There was no structure for, for us. And we con we constantly are having to check in Hannah and I work schedule to make sure that we we aren't overlapping that we aren't leaving the other one high and dry or we're taking advantage of the other one and it's so funny the the principle that you just talked about for for you guys our kids need it and our and our kids flourish with it and if i would just apply what i'm applying to my kids to me then i would flourish even that much
0: more mm-hmm Um, another thing that we're, we're trying to do better at because we're eating so much at home. And one of the things we, which was already a stressor in our life was meal planning and meal preparation. You know, we have an international student that lives with us. And so it's that much more pressure to make sure that we're having square meals. We're like, we're not just eating grilled cheese every day or ramen. And so we already were, you know, cooking a lot of meals, but now it's like even more because you're doing all your breakfasts and all your lunches at home. And that began to be such an annoyance trying to come up with what we're going to cook. And so like sitting down to come up with our meal plan and grocery list for the week and write it on the fridge to so where it's just one less thing for us to think or argue about or, or put off on one another has been super helpful. And the last thing I'll say is um, we just are trying to have a ton of grace with each other just a lot of grace. Oh, I forgot this. I got to get this real fast. Okay. It's fine. We're just always cutting each other slack and having just patience and grace. Cause we're, you know, we're in this together and we're going to get through it, but it's not going to be done healthily unless we have a lot of grace with each other. Cause I am very concerned about the divorce rate coming out of this thing. Cause if we have a lot of people, you know, again, you and I have healthy marriages and it's still been a struggle, but think of the people that, that have a lot more financial strain than we do right now, maybe loss of job. And then maybe the relationship wasn't in the best place going into this. And then you're stuck in the same building for six weeks, eight weeks, who knows how long I think some people are going to be begging to get away from each other. And I'm, I hate it. I hate I hate the idea of it.
1: I know what you mean by that. And I, through this, have just realized again, how great Hannah has been because she is just been so patient with me. She's been so patient with the kids. She has been uh, uh, working so diligently at her job that I have to remember I've got to find ways to give her a break. Yeah, I've got to find ways to make sure that she is getting her space and she is recharging um, in, in in her own way. And it's 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 a discipline. Because I could get real selfish on it of like I've got to do all this stuff I've got work to do I've got to prove my value you know I'm not in an office and you know I'm a face to face type of person so now that I'm not face to face with people I've got to figure out you know how am I really going to contribute in different ways to the organization and 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 she has just been amazing and I've got to make sure that I'm giving her her rest and her
0: space to recharge. I don't I Sandy and I were talking about the other day just. Not sure how Hannah does it i don 't understand how you have five kids, one that is a baby. You have a full time uh job and your husband 's got a full time i we don 't know how you guys do it, so and you seem to do it so effortlessly. you never seem to be all that stressed I, we are very impressed with you guys
1: well, be impressed with Hannah because yeah I really meant that towards hannah yeah it 's totally towards hannah and 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 through this for me personally i've've I've, my recap to this whole conversation is is that. It hit me last night. I've got to take advantage of this, and I can't let the circumstances dictate me. I've I've got to take it. I've got to make something happen. I've got to uh, use every opportunity and and not say this is happening to me, but use it to my advantage, to the kids' advantage, to Hannah's advantage, just to our 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 new normal. I've got to take charge.
0: Yeah, I guess as we wrap up here, I was kind of want to recap some of the stuff, you know, I want, One, I want to say, if you're struggling, so, so is everyone else. Cut yourself a break. If you're not getting everything done, neither is anyone else. Cut yourself a break. If you're being short with your kids and short with your wife, so is everyone else. Cut yourself a break. But like, like Seth said, you can't just let all this stuff happen to you. We've got to be intentional to, to fight back against this thing. And so make yourself a schedule, slow down, Um, respond, don't react to your kids as much as possible. And um, I don't know, just again, cut yourself a break. So
1: we hope some part of our conversation made some sense and was an encouragement to you. Thanks for listening.